Last week on Let's Talk Supply Chain was episode four of our brand new show called Blended. It was called The World Stage, and my very special guests and I explored the different experiences that men and women have in their careers across the globe when it comes to diversity and inclusion. It was a really incredible episode and in very, very insightful. So go and check that out under Blended at letstalksupplychain.com or you can subscribe to the Blended podcast over on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music. Last week, we also released episode three of our mini-series with Blue Jays Solutions, and we released our Woman in Supply Chain episode, sponsored this month by Fastenal, and I was talking to Isabel of Ford Motor Company out of Mexico. If you were listening, I hope you enjoyed them just as much as I did. And if you missed them, not to worry, you can catch up now over on letstalksupplychain.com forward slash podcast. Let's Talk Supply Chain is not your average supply chain podcast. We feature not just the top of the industry, but also diverse voices from within the community. New innovations and the disruptors making waves in the industry. Don't listen to the same old, same old. Be sparked by new ideas and fresh perspectives only on Let's Talk Supply Chain. My jobs are costing me more than they should because I don't have access to the best rates. I can't try a new provider right now. I don't have the time. I have so many different Excel spreadsheets. There has to be a better way. I have sent so many emails and still not booked the job. You spoke and we listened. Meet ships. With ships, we're saying no to working with up to five different forwarders to move your goods manually. We're saying goodbye to multiple logins and dated systems of individual emails and Excel spreadsheets. We are saying no more to labor-intensive processes that strain relationships and waste time. Find your perfect partner, get quick and accurate costs, real-time benchmarking figures, and a secure online account all with one click. Sign up for your free trial now. Go to ships, that's S-H-I-P-Z or Z.com. Hello and welcome back to Let's Talk Supply Chain. This week, there's so much going on and I cannot wait to share all of that with you. But one very important thing is that the Lighthouse Collective is doing their first event this week in partnership with Rotman. And we will be talking to supply chain management students. And we're going to be doing that on an ongoing basis in 2021. So if you would like us to participate in your uh, school, university, college, please reach out to us and let us know. We would love to do that. Today, I'm delighted to be joined by a company who really pride themselves on delivering forward-thinking, results-driven solutions for their clients. They believe in being bold, impactful, a real force to be reckoned with. In fact, so much so that they even named the company after powerhouses of Greek mythology. Have you guessed who it is? Find out after our question of the week. So the question of the week that we asked, if you could choose one other business to partner with, who would it be and why? The reason why we asked this question is because partnerships and collaborations we saw in 2020 
are so vitally important to our business. So if you're not sitting down and thinking about who you should be partnering with or who you could partner with to move both businesses forward, I highly, highly recommend that you do. So Peter Bole, airline alliances have partnered together for decades now in an effort to grow their reach for the traveling public. Not a single airline can meet all expectations from a point-to-point travel perspective, but connected under an alliance, they strive to bring a streamless travel experience to its customers. And so he was saying that he really enjoys the partnership under the Star Alliance program, which is a really great example of how companies can come together. Sophia says, if I were an airport executive, I would partner with Cargo AI to figure out ways in which I could become a distribution hub. That is great. Procurement Foundry, who is one of the Let's Talk supply chain partners as well, came out and said that they love all of their partners. They have built a network of partnerships around them, which includes Let's Talk supply chain. It includes Apex and Content Callout, Coupa, Fine Tune, Real Sourcing Network, and so many more. Thank you so much to everybody who weighed in on the question of the week. We do that every single Wednesday morning. And if you want to be featured on an upcoming episode, just slip into that post and comment on the question that we're asking you for the week. Now back to today's podcast. And which company am I talking to today? It's Logistics Titans. As the largest specialized and asset-based carrier in the U.S., Logistics Titans casts a wide net for their clients and empower them with new possibilities, locations, and accessibility. Working mainly across healthcare, technology, and retail, their combination of award-winning customer service, 250 project warehouse locations, and leading logistics technology makes them true industry titans. I'm joined by Wes Strubing the founder and president at Logistics Titans to talk specifically about the last mile. Wes, if you remember, was on the show a few months ago in 2020, and we talked a little bit more about what they were doing as a company as a whole, and he was really, really busy in 2020, and you're going to want to find out what he was working on, and he talks all about it in this episode. We also talk about what are the challenges, how is the last mile linked to customer experience, and exactly how the team at Logistics Titans are using new technology to elevate their service. So welcome back to the show, Wes. Well, hello, sir. How are you? I am doing great, and I'm super excited to have you back on the show to talk to you again, um, because we've had you on the show before, and I remember it being such a great episode. We had a lot of great feedback, and a lot of people really like to hear about what you're doing over at Logistics Titans. So I'm just really glad to have you back and looking forward to taking a look at the last mile with you in more detail, because last time we were talking a little bit more about warehousing, and now we're going to dive into last mile because there are some really exciting developments that we're also going to touch on as well. So before we jump into the meat of the show, can you give everyone listening a reminder of who you are and what you do? Well, you bet I can. And by the way, I'm excited to be back too. We had so much fun last time. I figured it's fun to do it again. So here we are. Um, I am, my name is Wes Strubing and I'm the CEO of Logistics Titans. 
And Logistics Titans kind of has three distinct legs to our offering. First of all, we're a carrier because we represent a carrier or go to market with a carrier, which is CRST. And CRST is about a $2 billion specialized transportation and transportation organization with lots of assets and lots of places all over the country. And they go to market an agency model where they're largest agent. On top of that, we're a full service 3PL that's leveraged very sophisticated transportation management technology and about 20,000 contracts with different transportation providers to provide a, a value-based technology-driven solution. And then uh, at last, we're also a full-service freight forwarder. I don't think I need to explain to you what that means, but but that those are the three buckets that we play in. So that'll give you at least that 40,000-foot view of, of Logistics Titan, Sarah. Awesome. I love that. And for those, you know, that didn't catch the last episode and where we were talking about that 3PL side, um, we talked a lot about, you know, customer experience, which we're going to touch on again today. Um, we also talked a little bit about your routine and some and your mindset as an entrepreneur, which I really loved. So hopefully we'll touch on a little bit of that again today, but we'll also let everybody know in the audience where they can catch your original episode. So now that you've given us a high level overview of, of, and a refresher of Logistics Titans. Why don't you give us an update as to where you are today? Because I know there's been a lot of exciting things that have hap- that have been happening for you. Yeah, it's been, uh, you know, 2020 was a crazy year for a lot of reasons that we all don't even want to go so into crazy. anymore. Thank heavens we're in 2021, so let's not even go there. But yeah. I was so fortunate that my existing business had done so well, it afforded me the opportunity to purchase four other companies this year. Wow. <laughs> yeah, so we, we've been busy uh, integrating all those companies, uh, adding on to our transportation management system, continuing down our path of, of automation and automation development, and developing all kinds of new software and services for our customers. And you're, you hit the nail on the head. Like I can tell you the one thing that I am crazy passionate about is how we serve our customers and that customer experience. And we really focused all of our technology and our service offerings around those customers. And it's been fun to watch as we've acquired these companies, it's been fun to watch how receptive those existing customers have been and how much we've grown the business as a result, even with those existing organic customers. Oh, that's awesome to hear because, you know, sometimes in M&A, mergers and acquisitions, it can be um, a little bit hard, right? And you're merging four of them, which is just crazy. I mean, if 2020 wasn't crazy enough, I think you just made it even crazier. Can you tell us a little bit more about those four companies? Because today we're going to be focusing on last mile. So I want to give the audience a little bit more context as to who those companies are and why last mile is now such an important part of Logistics Titans. Well, those companies were actually part of a group of companies called E-Freight Solutions. And I don't know if you've ever heard that market name or not. And I could get, we can have a whole entire episode about what happened at E-Freight Solutions. But what's been interesting is, is I picked up an incredibly competent group of people to work for our organization. And um, I'm so very grateful that I can be a mediocre manager of people and succeed in exponential ways because they really struggled before. And it's, it was almost like inheriting a, a group of abused and battered spouses, for lack of a better analogy. But uh, it's been a delight managing these folks and watching them perform and, and seeing how excited they are to work for, for what, frankly, what is it now a better organization. But there was a group, the group of companies was a company called Exact Direct. UNI Logistics, Exact Warehouse, 
and then E-Freight Solutions. Those were all the companies that we went ahead and acquired. And then we folded them all into that Logistics Titans brand. So, yeah, and I, th- I think you grew from what, like 12 employees to 60? Yeah, 12 to 60. How well, did you do that? How have you managed that as an entrepreneur and CEO? Well, believe it or not, so I, I was a customer of E-Freights for a number of years. So in that sense, this acquisition allowed me to, to wholesale things I was paying retail for before. So a lot of the players I already knew and a lot of the people I already knew. In fact, before I acquired the company, I'd actually stolen a few people away from their organization and had commitments from a few more. And the acquisition was very seamless, and it was kind of a no-brainer for me. And I, I, like I said, I'm tickled to death to have an amazing group of people. But it, it was, it's been interesting to go from one office with 12 people to now four offices and, and about 60. Well, yeah, and then you, you load on top of that work from home and all sorts of restrictions, I'm sure. Yeah, and, and I, I think, luckily, I think we talked about this during our last episode. I always built this company to be completely portable and responsive to clients. So all of our systems, all of our phone systems, they're all wrapped around the ability to respond from anywhere at any time. So Awesome. Yeah, and I think that was an easy integration with there, too, because I just had my team roll that out company-wide. Yeah. Yeah. That's great. And I love talking to you about entrepreneurship because I feel like you're so engaged. I feel like you're innovative and I think you're such a great leader, but we are talking about last mile today. Um, We're going to do a bit of a deeper dive on that topic. And, you know, this is quite an interesting one because despite being the shortest distance, it can often cause the most trouble. And we've seen a lot of that with the increase of the e-commerce purchases over 2020. And so can you give us a rundown of some of the challenges businesses are facing right now when it comes to the last mile, you know, just generally speaking? So I can tell you, I almost share with you from two perspectives what, what's been interesting. So I bought a new house this summer. And when you buy a new house, you buy new stuff to go in your new house frequently. So yeah. I've experienced a lot of last mile delivery. And I don't know if you've experienced very much, Sarah, but the quality of last mile delivery by and large is absolutely deplorable. Can I, before you, before you go, can I give you one example from my side? Sure. Actually two examples. So we bought a bed online, which we've never done before. And we also bought a couch uh, from a local retailer. The couch we bought in August and got delivered mid-December. And the bed, I believe, took two months to deliver as well. Yep. And and I think that's part of that is is not inefficiency, but COVID related. Mm-hmm. But, but what is more troubling to me is the actual delivery experience and how it happens and the quality of work performed. Okay. And in fact, I had uh, I had one of these delivery drivers actually swear at my wife and call her some terrible names. No. Oh, yeah. And I would be horrified if anybody that works for our organization did that. But but it's one of the reasons that, I, and as an entrepreneur, you look at this market gap, there's a serious market gap there. And and the quality of service is really where that gap exists. And there's, and, but there's two parts to this. You know, you see a lot of organizations like, like Wayfair, Wayfair says that they provide free delivery, mm-hmm. right? Well, there's no such thing as free delivery, Sarah. You and I know that. Someone's been paid to do that delivery somewhere. So it's coming from somewhere. Mm-hmm. But a lot of these companies are putting such pricing pressure on the last mile organizations that they're doing, frankly, what ends up being a pretty terrible job. Right. 
and I think that you have to balance the the cost of quality with that cost of trying to maintain a low cost environment so you can afford the delivery. Right. 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 And I think, you know, where we miss the mark is really on those last few steps, those those last few meters from truck to door. Yeah, because if you can't con- drive consistency, you know, at, at we I call that the moment of truth, Sarah. Right. The yeah. moment of truth is when you reach that customer's house with whatever awesome thing they're so excited to have delivered. Mm-hmm. And that experience can either make it that where they want to come back and talk to you again. Or yeah. you're done. Yeah. And so we had to control that that final mile piece and and work instructions right there during the final mile. Right, right, right. So I know that you know logistics titans at logistics titans. You work across some very different industries, um, two of which have certainly been affected by COVID. And we're going to talk about COVID because obviously that's a a huge driver behind last mile deliveries and the increase in it. Um, and so we're going to come to that uh, as a part of this this question as well. But before that, I just wanted to get a picture of how the last mile delivers or differs between industries and how you approach those unique challenges and then talk about what we've seen and how we've seen the crisis affect that last mile. Sure. Well, I think let's we'll go back and talk about COVID just to start off with. And especially when COVID first started to run rampant, if you look back in that March and April timeframe, we had a lot of customers come to us because their typical last mile providers refused to actually do final mile deliveries. And we were fortunate enough to, to, especially in the hospital and clinic environments, and Mm -hmm. we're fortunate enough to be heavily entrenched in that healthcare environment. And all of our teams and all of our crews were still making deliveries to hospitals and clinics. In fact, we, we stole some business from some high-profile freight forwarders. It should go nameless today because that would be rude for me to say. But, but we were excited to get a lot of additional business because we still performed that final mile delivery and performed it really, really well. In fact, we had a number of clients, I guess we'll call give us a demo or a test. Mm-hmm. And in every case, we were flawless with delivery and, and won the lion's share of their business. That, and so you just elicited a couple of thoughts. I was just writing them down, actually. So a couple of things there. How did you protect your drivers so that they felt safe? Because I'm assuming that's one of the reasons why the business was lost in the first place. Um, And how do you maintain a consistent level of delivery that your customers are uh, accustomed to, to receiving from you? Well, I can answer both of those questions with, with one thing. Now, first of all, we, we diligently followed the CDC guidelines. We were not going to play with CDC guidelines. And, and so we made sure we enforced those CDC guidelines with our entire delivery teams. And we did that through the use of, of some technology. And the technology did a number of things for us, but it not just helped enforce those CDC guidelines to protect the safety of our, our team members and the general public at the same time, but okay. also but also drove that delivery experience that we're so passionate about. Okay. So how, can you give us uh, an idea of what that looked like? Well, sure. We call, well, we call it our YPOD system, and the YPOD acronym stands for Work Instructions and Proof of Delivery System, but it is a it's a smartphone-driven system where we will send a link to our delivery crew. 
the delivery crew then they have to go through and accept the fact that they're following CDC guidelines. So they basically go in and check off the fact that they're protecting themselves in that way. Okay. Yeah. The next portion is they're actually provided picture by picture, step by step work instructions that they have to click off as they go through the process. And that's what drives that high level of performance and that standardization. So they have to follow those work instructions to the T and then click it as or check it off as they go. Okay. At the end of that delivery, then they, they then have to take a picture of the unit itself to verify that it is in state that it was supposed to be in, which is a great job of providing a POD and also a really good condition report, which helps yeah. us really get a good hard look at potential claims or resolving potential claims before they ever happen. Yeah, no, absolutely. And, okay. and, and then the, the, the team is prompted to hand the phone to the customer and they can very quickly go through a couple of check items, verifying that we did what we were supposed to do and also perform like we were supposed to perform. We want to craft some, capture some, some quality information at that point in delivery too. So that's captured right then and there in real time. And the second they click submit, that goes to not just my customer service team, but also goes directly to our customer because we believe in complete and total transparency. So we provide that customer with real-time POD information and quality of delivery information as it happens on site. Awesome, awesome. So I have a couple of questions on that. Um, Are you doing this across the country, first of all? And second of all, what happens if they miss a step or if they don't perform a step? So if they, they have to physically, they at least have to check off the fact that they perform that step. Right. So the system will not go forward unless that step is checked off. So they physically have to check that step off. And then they actually have to take a picture too. And then the counterbalance to that is we also get information, delivery confirmation from the actual end using customer. So they're verifying the same information. So we provided some redundancy there by design. Yeah and really hard-coded the requirement to check everything off to drive that quality and that consistency. So that, that's how we, we address that. Okay. Okay. No, I love that. And I, I just sort of wondering, right, because sometimes you've got human error, sometimes, you know, and I know you've got a really great team, but sometimes if they, if they don't want to do it, I, just, I was just sort of asking what contingency are in place if they're not checking some of those boxes as they're going through, but it, it sounds like you've thought of everything. Yeah. And are you delivering products all over the U.S. or are you specific in different regions? Oh no, we're this is nationwide, absolutely okay. 100% nationwide, actually inclusive of Canada. Awesome, awesome, and that's proprietary technology to logistics titans, I would assume. It is. Awesome. So um, let's talk a little bit about last mile and customer experience. I know you guys are, are and, and you've just proven that by uh, talking about the technology and the thoughts and the innovation that come behind how do we service the customer the best that we can absolutely service them. And so can you expand on that a little bit and delve into exactly how connected the last mile is to customer experience? I mean, we talk about customer experience and logistics needing to collaborate more. Your uh, example just then has really given us an idea of what that can look like. But also, I think, you know, there's there's other things to that in, in customer retention and customers returning to buy from you. And I think that we overlook that that, that piece of last mile in the logistics transaction 
as far as it is connected to customer experience. So let's talk a little bit about that. Expand on that for us. Well, and what I've noticed, so I've been in this final mile business for a long, long time. And it's kind of funny that only, I think, within the last few years has the, re- has the real desire for final mile, final mile prominence come to light. And I think every logistics organization is now struggling to do it and do it really, really well. Yes. And, and one of the things I'm glad is that we're really far ahead of the curve. And I think that, you know, we also serve the logistics industry. So we have a lot of logistics industry clients that we are providing these last mile delivery services for, too. In fact, the large scale ones that have been very impressed with our services and again, tried us out for a few shipments, were so surprised with what they got back from our YPod system that they kept coming back again and again and again because they they were frankly rather in awe of the system. But but to go back to your original question, and let's circle back to what I said before. You know, if you think about the entire supply chain, there's really only one moment of truth. And that moment of truth is when you touch your customer with whatever you're trying to deliver. Right. And controlling that experience is critical. And we believe if you do a better job of it than anybody else, you're going to end up with a whole lot of customers on the backside. And that's been our philosophy. And that's why we've approached this the way we have. Yeah. A whole lot of customers and a whole lot of return customers, which, and, and it's like the waterfall effect because you are seeing that as logistics titans as well is that your customers are staying with you, you're retaining those customers, they're returning customers, there's word of mouth, just because of the level of experience that you're not only providing to your customers, but your customer's customer. Yeah, when when people take a look at our YPod system for the first time, the response is usually, you can do that? (laughs) (laughs) And the answer is, yeah, yeah, we can do that. So is there um, any other technology within Logistics Titans that we should be talking about today that help, you know, drive that customer experience and that that last mile for for you, for your customers, for your customer's customer? Well, our YPod system is all, also connected to our transportation management system. So you get a, a complete and thorough view of the entire supply chain and all transportation transactions, not just the final mile. And that's important to our customers, too, because they want to know where their goods are in any point in time during during a transaction, right? So we can yeah. provide cradle-to-grave order management for our client base, which is very important. The new piece of software that we're now we're just developing is what I call our project logistics software. And that is, uh, that's going to be really exciting when we roll it out. But we'll have to save that for another interview. I'm going I'm yeah. to give you a cliffhanger on that one. <laughs> I can't wait. I want to learn more about it. And I I want to utilize these systems. I'm wondering if maybe we talk about how we can do something, you know, from a visual standpoint to really show how some of these things um, work. And so maybe you and I can talk offline about that. So I know. I know you were talking about a specific uh, customer that was so impressed that they were coming back and back, but do you have a case study? Like, can you give, can you walk us through a real life example of what that looked like? Like, what was the challenge that your customer came to you with? The solution is obviously your YPod, but what were the benefits that they were seeing afterwards? Can you give us some stats? Can you walk us through a a pretty big, big example? Sure. I think that the biggest success story that we've seen is from one customer in particular, so Philips Healthcare is one of our clients, and Philips Healthcare was really battling some serious, serious issues with their last mile delivery experience. And, and the way that healthcare equipment is sold, and in particular, let's focus on ultrasound units because everyone kind of knows what an ultrasound looks like. 
But yeah. the way ultrasounds are physically sold is they demo those units in a hospital or clinic before they decide they want to buy them or not. And they probably have multiple providers going in there and demoing the equipment. If they like the equipment, then they go ahead and arrange to purchase them. So what we're doing is is sending this demo equipment to multiple sites all over the country nonstop. And what we were able to do with the YPod system is to provide those very specific work instructions that when you get to the location, this is how it's uncrated. This is how you have to connect the system. This is what you do with the system. This is how it's powered up and put off to the side. This is what you do with the crate and all the components. And this is how you have to remove the debris. So we take them step by step, item by item through every single one of those steps. And it's not an unsophisticated piece of equipment. This is a fairly challenging and daunting task. And we have literally not had a single error with Philips Healthcare since we rolled out the YPod system. And, and they, they've tried to demo our services for two weeks. And we're so impressed with what, what we provided. We've won more than 50% of the business now. We're now their dominant carrier for this for the demo program. In fact, it's been so successful that Philips has decided to add more modalities or more different types of equipment to this demo presentation sales tactic so oh awesome yeah. and and so what does that look like from a benefit standpoint is it, that's i mean it's obviously saving them time is it saving them money what what does that kind of look like as well, a as an roi for them no the real thing there is is first of all they're preventing failure and, and they were having ramp, rampant failures and you can right. imagine if you're trying to sell something to a customer and you can't even deliver the demo properly how big right. a shadow that casts over a sale <laughs> Yeah, you're not going to sell squat, right? Yeah. And, and this is helping drive sales. And that's what, you know, what that's a supply chain solution. That's a real world supply chain solution. Yeah. And you know what? Just by giving me that example, I have somebody that I want to introduce you to that I think could be a potential customer for you because I was just talking to them this morning. So we'll talk offline about that. There's so many, so much, so much for us to talk about, Wes. <laughs> See what happens when you come on the show. Every time we get together, Sarah, it happens this way. And we dive into what you guys are doing and what that looks like. Um, it's not only sparks conversation, but it also sparks how um, you can help some of the people that I know in my network. And I'm sure that is happening in the audience right now as well. So we've talked about how things are changing. So how is the last mile going to continue to change? Are there any trends or predictions to be looking out for, you know, especially as we go into 2021? Well, I can tell you that we're all kind of waiting back and seeing what, what we'll call the new normal and what the new normal is going to look like. Yeah. But, you know, the, the creation for last mile delivery demand is not going to go away and it's not going to diminish. It's going to continue to, to soar. And, you know, the sad truth is people buying things from local retail stores is not at least large scale kind of capital items is not a trend that is very sustainable. There are people are buying things more and more now online and having them delivered from online sources or buying them directly from manufacturers. And they're no longer, you know, if you think about it, you had a ton to the supply chain to go ahead and, and distribute, have a distributed model. So we've seen a centralized model or a more centralized model and then utilizing a full service last mile delivery. And I think that's that's not going away. Yeah, no, absolutely. And as we as we watch retail in 2021, 
figure out and the brands figure out what that looks like for them, right? Because a lot of them obviously in 2020 moved online, but they still do have bricks and mortar stores. And so how they utilize their bricks and mortar stores, some of them are turning them into dark stores. Some of them are turning them into distribution centers. Um, and I think we're going to be seeing a lot of omni-channel in a variety of different ways that we have not seen it before, but with a real emphasis on that last mile and giving the customers choice, giving them the experience that they've been craving and looking for. So before we wrap up then, you've already given us a little bit of a sneak peek as to what you're working on, but tell us what does, I mean, and 2020 seems to have been like a huge success for you with a lot of really great things happening. So I can only imagine what 2021, uh, what's on the agenda for 2021 for Logistics Titans. So what does it hold? What does that look like? What can we look forward to? Well, I don't want to go through what our, our sales projections are, but I can tell you that they're, <laughs> they're exponentially larger than the last time we talked. But, but what, what we're doing is aggressively going forward, frankly, and we've been very blessed. And we have customers now approaching us. You know, Within the last week, we've had 12 different RFP opportunities for big brands and big customers you would know. And you know, we're, the biggest challenge for us is to control our growth so we can maintain the quality and make certain that we make the right decisions for our existing customers. Because like right. I told you before, you know, we're very passionate about that customer customer experience and we're not going to do anything to, to deteriorate it. Absolutely not. So does that mean that you would slow down the onboarding of customers to make sure that you can that your growth internally is going to grow to be able to match that? Well, and I think you've you've uh, hopefully my passion for technology has resonated. But we have a very, yeah. very, very sophisticated piece of sales and marketing automation software that we have also, it's proprietary that we've developed. Um, and we have completely automated the client onboarding process, including a, a video from some goofy CEO of the company. <laughs> Named Wes? Yeah, that's the guy. That's the guy. Yeah, but, but we've gone through and fully automated the entire process from onboarding to the proper credit checks, to making certain we have all the operational requirement documents completed. And we're also undergoing ISO certification. So my organization is, is taken upon ourselves to get the healthcare ISO 1384 certification. And, and that is gonna help us continue to drive top-notch processes in a very documented fashion, using systems to go ahead and, and fulfill requirements. So we can go ahead and, and frankly, Look, we're a very high-touch customer service organization, but I want my people doing the right things, which is touching customers and making that experience better and not doing low-value things that could be solved through automation. I want them talking to clients. And that's that's what you can see from us this next year. Wow. I, I can't wait. Honestly, I love every, every time you come on the show, I love hearing about what you're doing, what your team is doing, how you're thinking about things from a high level, from an entrepreneur, from a CEO, and from the ground level up as well, and, and really 
thinking about your customers. And so I am so glad to be able to showcase your mindset and your thought process and what you guys are doing. And if you're a 3PL listening to this, man, you've got some competition in, in logistics titans and uh, you definitely need to take a look at what you're doing from a technology standpoint. So that's, that's, it was very, that's very kind of you to say. Yeah, and by the way, part of this is also for our, our agency community. So we have several agents and we're attracting more and more agents all the time. And we're providing agents something that they're not accustomed to having. And that's true sales and marketing support. Yeah, absolutely. So if you are an agent out there, um, I would implore you to give Wes and his team a call over at Logistics Titans. So it was great to be able to really get into last mile with you today. I mean, you're so knowledgeable. Your passion resonates through the microphone. And I'm sure everybody in the audience can feel that. And that really makes all of the difference when it comes to logistics and what we're doing and how we're changing lives, especially how you're changing lives in the healthcare and the examples that you were able to, to provide to us. And I'm sure the audience has pen and paper going like crazy right now and, and taking down some of the nuggets that you shared with us today. So thank you so much, Wes, for joining us on the show again today. And I look forward to doing it again. I love talking. I love my company. I love this business and I love talking with you, Sarah. I appreciate it. Oh, thanks, Wes. All right. Take care. This episode was produced in collaboration with Border Buddy, the most innovative online customs platform out there. And here is what Graham, the founder of Border Buddy, has to say. More and more companies are looking to expand their reach into global markets, but most don't know where to start or don't have the time to figure it out. Border Buddy sees the struggle and has found a way for you to integrate customs into your e-commerce site, allowing you peace of mind when selling to customers in other countries. Your customers will know exactly how much the costs are to import their order from you to their door in real time. And just imagine what that will do for your business and your sales. Visit us and sign up for 10% off your first clearance at borderbuddy.com slash let's talk supply chain. Tune in next week as we've got a huge episode all about supply chain and sustainability. That's right, Frances Edmonds of HP. Let me tell you, when I first met her, I was um, hosting a panel discussion at the Supply Chain Canada Conference. And the stats that she shared with us that day were amazing. You're going to want to tune into this episode. We are doing a deep dive into sustainability in supply chain next week. If you enjoy our podcast, there's a few ways to support the show. You can follow us, follow us on LinkedIn, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and now even TikTok, or you can subscribe to our newsletter over at letstalksupplychain.com or even on YouTube, go and check out Let's Talk Supply Chain as well. You can visit ships.com, that's S-H-I-P-Z or Z.com and sign up. We are in full beta. And if you are a forwarder or a shipper that wants to streamline the pricing of your air freight and ocean freight shipments, gain access to more choice worldwide and utilize the best of data to reduce shipping risks, then you won't want to miss out on our platform. You can also find some really cool merch and purchase our exclusive supply chain dictionary in our shop at letstalksupplychain.com forward slash shop. Remember, if you would like to be featured on an upcoming episode, go and rate and review us. That's right. We'd love to hear from you. We'd like to hear your honest feedback. So go and rate and review us over on Apple Podcasts. 
a great week, everyone. Thanks for listening. And remember, ship happens.